Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is Wednesday, March 13th, 2019. Earlier today, we had a conference call about Boeing and the crash of the 737 MAX A in Indonesia and Ethiopia and some of the responses that are going on. We're going to share that conference call with you, but first, here's our disclaimer. Connecting Dots is a production of Fixed Cost Financial and is for educational use only. All rights reserved. Rebroadcast or distribution for commercial purposes prohibited without expressed written authorization. Investment performance is not guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This material does not take into account your particular investment, insurance, tax, accounting, or legal situation or needs. Nothing should be construed as an individual recommendation. Investments are not bank guaranteed, not FDIC insured and may lose value. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and thus a conflict of interest should be assumed. It's uh, Wednesday, the 13th day of March, 2019. What did we uh, hear about Boeing today? We heard the They've grounded all of these uh, 737 MAX 8 airplanes, and it seems that the um, automatic flight tracking bug error type reporting system that it seems like NASA runs for airplanes is, does not have a category for this plane, so that's a major screw-up for the government. And then when you dig through their system, it, people have found all kinds of wacky reports of Things like the manual not including the right in, uh, information regarding the new instrument clusters or new airplanes being delivered without flight recorders or the best one is um, some type of gap in the instrument panel that papers are falling through. And a uh, pilot reported this, uh, that a piece of paper slipped through and they opened it up and there were over 20 pieces of paper from previous flights that had fallen through the same crack. So for being a plane that is just over a year old, it's fairly disturbing. Did uh, in anything you read, did it say where these um, planes are being manufactured? Are they in uh, South Carolina? Are they up in Seattle? I have no idea. Well, one of the items we, we talked about just before we began recording is that I wonder if this is an error when it comes to actual hands-on design where you have computer-aided design if this is one of those, you know, what do they do different with this one and with other planes? Other than the fact that the looks like the government didn't even bother to have a single line entry for this item where, you know, everything goes into one bucket. What We elaborated that a little bit. You were talking about the fact that pilots report problems, but in this case, they're all over the board. It's not in a consistent location. Yeah, the government has this system um they called the asrs database and it looks like it's run by nasa maybe and they use it to report pilot mechanic or or other type of errors or problems that they see with the airplane it seems like it's a way to get you know bug reports basically to the manufacturer as well as information about flying the planes that may not be described in the manual properly for other pilots so that information can get distributed out 
And when you put information in this database, it's you know classified all the way down to the the specific model numbers, so that way they know what planes have what issues or, or problems. And for some reason, the government has not added the 737 max 8 to this list so people have been putting it in like the last version of the plane or a generic version or all versions so it's all over the board you don't if you're looking for details about this plane as i assume any good pilot would would look just for at least a cursor overview um yeah it's not there that's almost impossible. I don't even can't even put my I can't even wrap my head around that one. How the government or anyone in that kind of an oversight position would allow that to happen? I can't even I can't even conceive of that. Well, the other thing I, I think is probably having to do with the fact that the U.S. government was the last one or one of the last ones to get on board with dealing with this plane. You had the Asian countries, you had, um, what else you had, uh, well, just the whole, whole, all of Asia, they were the ones that prompted it. And then the rest of Europe kind of followed. So the U S wanted the plane over, they wanted the plane to be grounded until the problem is fixed. And the U S didn't want that. So, you know, the, everybody knows Boeing has their fingers in deep with the feds. So. It's curious. Well, you know, there's going to be a lot of, uh, well, no, let me back it up. You know, there should be some real oversight and some inquiry into NASA. There should be some inquiry as to who, you know, there's so many people that have dropped the ball in this thing that uh, a lot of heads should fall. You were talking earlier about um, the competition between Airbus and, of course, uh, the podcast I did the other day on the Chinese C919, which is a direct competitor to the, um, to the Boeing aircraft. Airbus and, and Boeing have been into deep competition over the A380, the big big jumbo jet. You mentioned that they're no longer manufacturing that. 747 was supposed to end, then orders came in. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure. I mean, the uh, A380 was you know, launched as this crazy multi-nation project where a one wing is made in one country and the fuselage is made in the other and in Europe, and it's just silly it's a giant welfare program for a giant publicly traded company um they released this brand new super sophisticated plane a380 and it sucked a lot of the big bulk orders of the 747 because everybody wants the new thing um boeing was able to get some of them back Airbus was able to get some of them back again. Then um, Boeing released the, what, the 787. That's been very popular. And between that and some other. And then uh, you got the Dreamliner, the 767. And that's, that's a 787. Is that the 87? Um, okay. Then they, uh, in the past year and a half, they've been able to reclaim a lot of the orders that the A380 had or a380 orders have gone down downstream to smaller planes so it's a uh, strange back and forth that we've seen over the past 10 years roughly of from one manufacturer to the other and it seems like the 747 manufacturing lines will be open for 
at least the foreseeable short-term future as they have enough orders to continue on with at least their simple manufacturing line that they have. And the A380, the new Airbus president, shut it down in his first day as CEO or president or CEO. So it's, um, I would assume they're angry about that. Should be interesting. We also talked a little bit about the espionage and all the nonsense that goes on between these two uh, organizations. I think we really ought to think about Aerofloat, that uh, the Chinese, of course, we have the Europeans and, of course, the Americans. We have four major manufacturers. The two big ones, of course, would be us and the uh, the Europeans. But I think the Chinese are going to come back uh, strong. Well, not come back, come on strong uh, with their manufacturing. And I think espionage in an open society is something that we should be then talking about. I think it could really affect corporate profits and um, not to be a conspiracy buff, but I wouldn't put it past anybody when um, you got trade wars and when people want, you know, when they want to do things, people act stupid. Yeah. It's a taboo topic. Everybody acts like everybody's always acting in good faith, but that's not true. Okay, that's a wrap for this episode. If you have a comment or an idea, call 888-629-7864. That's 888-629-7864 and leave a message. We truly appreciate your ideas and comments. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast was produced by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing. Fixed Cost Financial is a true fiduciary-based investment advisor, where you will not pay more, if you have more, or receive less, if you have less. The way we do it, as a true fiduciary, it's better, it's simple, and it works. You can find Fixed Cost Financial online at, FixedCostInvesting.com, that's FixedCostInvesting.com.